0: I hope our faces look good because we're like hot blue right here on this what side. Is it? The thing's so bright. What I need to do is mount it and pull the couch forward. I'll do that next week. What's up, y'all? My name's Leticia and you're listening to Confessions from the Closet, a podcast all about vulnerability and overcoming. It's time we get ourselves unstuck from these boxes and these closets that we've allowed ourselves to be trapped in. We're so much bigger than these boxes we've been in. It's time we go deep, y'all. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another week of Confessions from the Closet. Um, It's been a week. We took the week off last week, and it was for very unexpected circumstances. Last week, we were out of town, and on our way back in town, we found out one of our friends had passed away. And it wasn't... just a friend. It was someone who was family to us, and uh, it was just super tragic and sudden and unexpected. Um, In the middle of a soccer game. Yeah, we found out while we were at soccer a soccer tournament and driving home. and So horror. So yeah, it was just one of those weeks where we just we don't really have a community page yet where we're like, Hey guys, we're not doing an episode this week. And I'm sorry about that. If you are looking forward to an episode, but, um, I'm thankful cause I know y'all, Oh my gosh, there's a fly on the microphone. Um, yeah, it was just an unexpected thing. And, um, if you've been watching for a while, you know, two months ago we lost our pastor in a very unexpected way as well. And, you know, most people don't have a church like ours, or Yeah, we're, we, close to we're both not just like we're a pretty large church, right? Like six to seven hundred people, but there are groups of us that are very close and yeah. um, losing we past- family. Yeah, family. It's not just a church; it's literally it's like not your a ch- your community, your your people. Um, and so Katrina, who we just lost, was also part of that church family, and. Yeah, I think we're still all processing losing Pastor Daryl. And then this one just took us by complete surprise as well. It was not expected. Um, So, yeah, I've been pretty numb all week. Um, I have peace, I think, but I'm numb because I'm in shock still. Yeah, she was at our house um, two weeks
1: prior to... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right Right before, we had a um,
1: get-together here. The next weekend was her birthday, which we we missed because my dad's birthday was the same day, and we had a small cookout for him here. And then all of a sudden... We
0: never made it over there. (laughs) I apologize for the fly guys. By the way, my wife made me a sign for my birthday because also last week was my birthday. So, yeah. It's not finished. Not my favorite birthday because there was tragedy right after it. But um, very thankful for my sign and we got to have a lot of family time. Muddy was off for two weeks. So that was always a a blessing. Yeah, Uh your
1: birthday was also the time of year where we spent with them the most Mm because we went to the lake. They have a lake house at Ute lake, which is my favorite lake that's close to us, so we enjoyed our time there. Yeah, we were
0: actually supposed to go to the lake. We yeah planned on going this to the week, lake this week with them. With them. So anyways, really we appreciate that y'all are patient with us on those kind of just unforeseen terrible circumstances. But all that being said, this week we kind of want to talk a little bit about grief, because we know a lot of people that are in our circle and in our friend and church group are going through grief in a way we have never experienced as a church family, and it is rocking us pretty hard. Um, And we're aware that, like, I mean... The past two years have been hard for so many families, so so many many families, Yeah. And even we're, you know, we're a podcast that talks to mostly the LGBTQ community plus the allies, plus people who want to become allies or be more educated. And we know that a lot of people's faith gets rocked when you're coming out of the closet because a lot of the negativity comes from supposed, air quotes, Christians um, doing it in the name of love. And that can make you want to walk away from faith. Um, so... That was just kind of like something that's, you know, it's been a topic between us at home and yeah. family and friends that, you know, like this just we're still going this through one it. shook us pretty pretty hard because we're still healing. And um yeah. So what has it made you feel? I mean, we've talked about it obviously, but it was one thing when we lost Daryl. Mm-hmm. That was tragic. And I still am waiting for him to walk back in the door. And it's been two months. And I was, I mean, even before her funeral, I was like, oh, Daryl's gonna say some really amazing things about Katrina. And mm-hmm. he's gonna like my shirt. And he's gonna tell me I did a good job. Cause I I spoke at the funeral and I sang at the funeral. And um, and then I like stopped and I was like, No, he's not. He's not gonna do those things because he's not here like that is how Mm -hmm. much more processing i still have to do because i forget that he's just not gonna walk Mm -hmm. back in the doors and so now not having katrina i don't know it's like this mental game kind of thing it really is even being at
1: church waiting for him to walk up the aisle or even um Katrina on Wednesday, just knowing that's, you know, that's where I saw her last or saw her praising and the hug after church, the conversations, the, let's go
0: to the lake soon.
1: Yeah. Am I running? Oh, hold on mom. I got to go see. I got to go give Katrina and Vincent a hug. Mm. I'll be back. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sucks.
0: Yeah. And I know, I mean, I, I've talked to some people from church. They're our friends. And I know it's got a lot of us questioning things and just the lack of understanding, like, why did this happen? Why, why didn't you intervene? Where's the miracle? Because that's what we believe for. Especially in our church, we're very much... Miracles still happen, we prophesy, all those things are still very real in our church. But, like, now, it's just kind of like, well, where were you? hmm Why did they have to leave? And that desire to understand and the inability to actually get to understand is what's... And there's also the understanding of, okay, I
1: understand why you took them. They're so great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They deserve better than this world. It was like, I know. They were so amazing mm-hmm. and, and love. And so there's that that part of it, too, to her. You know,
0: yeah, like, I do understand that, like, like her husband said, that. you know, if she would have just sucked a little more, maybe God would have let her stay down here a little longer. And I was like, yeah, because she didn't. She didn't suck one bit, like, mm-hmm. She was great.
1: All she was around. great. Great and friend. Great.
0: I'm like, I know I'm not gonna die young because I got a lot of growing up and <laughs> doing Whatever. better to do. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, well, it's not gonna be me next because I still have a lot of Stop. growing. No, well, that's how I feel. Like yeah. I'm not at that level I want to be, but I know yeah. I'm not, and don't deny it. You know I'm not either. Um, <laughs> I have a lot, have a lot of, um unselfishness stuff like I need I have a lot of selfishness that I need to like tear apart you know Um, and I think that's what was so great about them is they were so selfless and so giving of their time and of their love and of their talents Mm -hmm. and um, they were so gifted
1: which everyone saw yeah um, it was so amazing for talking to both of them, you know. I mean, of course, we kind of have the same circle, but even not so because obviously, Katrina had her own family that we had never even met from.
0: Yeah, that we had New just Mexico met at the funeral, and they were so loving and kind and thankful, thankful for what said, I said and thankful for about what I was saying, and, and yeah, as well, yeah. Um. So my thought too, even in this, is it not unfortunately and fortunately in these places of deep brokenness and despair that we have the opportunity to find and grow our faith in a way that it never has grown. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to one of our friends and she's like, I just told her you have the gift of healing. And she's like, I feel so stupid because now she's gone. And I said, "Oh, Katrina told her that. No, she told Katrina that. Oh, I said, but don't you think she's still healing us? Because Mm -hmm. through her loss and her absence, she's challenged me to be, like, more present. Um, To not be, like, cleaning the house or fixing everything. Like, be present at the party. To put my phone down. To be aware of the people who are there. And to spend that time. Mm -hmm. To enjoy that time. I mean, we went on a date last night and part of what we did was going and like seeing a couple people that we really love. Cause I was like, I just want the people I love to all know that I love them. Yeah. And we got to just go love on a couple of our friends and just surprise them. Like it was random. It was not planned. Um, And that was such a meaningful thing to me. Cause one I was, we were giving and I was doing it mm-hmm. with you, but two, we were also honoring her memory mm-hmm. and that she was, very giving of her time and her love. And she always called out awesome things. And Daryl did the same. They called out what they saw in you that you might not believe about yourself yet. And, um, you know, death is such a, it's a loss for us. And with Daryl, when Daryl passed, I knew before that I was already like digging deep in the word and like trying to spend more time with God because that's where he is is in the word. (laughs) And when you ask the Holy Spirit to come with you, like then the words come to life and then you know the Lord's voice better because you're spending time in things that happened and were said and faith, the stories of faith and stories of trials and stories of just hard stuff. You know, the Bible is full of stories. It's not this like great triumph. There's tragedy and there's Mm -hmm. loss and there's heartache. David is the perfect example of depression and he might've been manic depressive because he was like, Oh, woe is me. And then he's like, but you are great. You know, he, he was all over the place with emotions. And I think that's why I love him because that's how I am. But, um, I spent a lot more time with God after Daryl died. And now with Katrina passing, I'm like, what did she do? What did she call out to me? And it was like being present with people I loved and letting them know I loved them and that for me is healing, and that is her healing me. Mm-hmm. Still on on the other side of Earth, she's still. I feel like her presence and his presence are still here on Earth with us in spirit form because we are spirit. Um, I, we're the ones in pain. We miss their hugs and their smiles and their presence, their physical presence, you know. But how can we, through our grief, grow? And honor them. And
1: they were kind of trying to dig into that. Um, What does that look like? One, it's to be more loving, to actually spend time with people that we love. And when it's a phone call, um, a message, uh, a gift. Mm hmm. Yeah. Something we always say is like. And it's hard, especially because um, the life that we, that everyone lives, it's a busy life. Um, We spend it working. We spend it with our kids. We spend it on our phones. Watching uh, TV. Yeah. Caught up in binge watching. I mean, not just we, I'm talking about people in general. All of us. To where the moment Passes you by, you, you re- and then you regret, oh, man, I should have stopped by on my way home. I should have responded to that text message that somebody sent me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah.
0: Well, something I'm learning is I don't do things if I don't do it right when I think about it. I don't know if it's ADHD or what, but I'm re- learning about myself probably through TikTok and the ADHD hashtag, <laughs> um, videos that are coming in my feed is if I don't do it right away
1: after you all the time too, like, uh, you have 42 messages that are still yeah. showing
0: red on your phone? Well, if I don't do something like, Oh, I need to call them. I need to check on them. I need to make sure they don't need anything. And then I don't, And then I don't ever get another opportunity, you know, because life happens. And so I'm learning, like I've even told you, hold on, I have to do this right now or I will forget and I will regret it. And, um, I've already just in the past week been better about, I think if I think about someone, I text them right then, Mm -hmm. or we call them right then, even on our way home from one friend's house, I was like, I feel like we should go see this friend, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. And we did it right away. Like, we called them. We showed up. It wasn't like it was within a minute of we made the decision. Let's do it. Um, because life is so busy and so fast. Like, if you don't do it, when you think about it, time keeps going. And um, that's the
1: sad truth about things. It um, with me working. My job doesn't understand the amount of trauma or they don't care. Things, you know, I, I'm still expected to go on.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was thinking about it. I mean, my and mom,
1: I mean, everyone pretty much does that.
0: Yeah. My mom's it's a funeral director sex. and we've been through two. And, you know, sometimes I help do work for them. And, you know, you think about it someone passes away, you spend a week planning the funeral. People take meals to the family, you get all the flowers into the church, you have the picture up, you have an hour and a half, two hours talking about them, honoring them. Then you clean up the flowers, you take the flowers to their house, and that's the end of it. Mm -hmm. And then life keeps going. And it's so tragic because you're just like, I mean, it has to, I get it. But I think about like in the, you know past the days where they would have the wake in the house we think we've talked about this on one episode they'd have the wake in the house the body was in the house they oh, spent I, a week even I, I
1: admire the um, asian culture i don't know exactly which one but they they spend weeks morning. and months morning like, wake
0: in a, having a wake
1: yes food honoring and, that person and i mean it goes on and on they mm-hmm. you know um the, the vietnamese they shave their hair the guides shave their heads off um, but it is a whole tradition of
0: honoring the dead. Honoring. Well, it's like I the Dead. los Like you're honoring the dead even years after they passed. Every year after they have passed, it's mm-hmm. about honoring your loved ones who have gone. it's important because life gets you caught up in life to where. Mm-hmm. It's like American culture, though, has one, And I'm saying this knowing that I make money off the funeral industry. My mom's career is built in it. Like It's money. It's fast. It's quick. we got to get back onto life. Money keeps moving. Time keeps moving. Jobs keep moving. Mm-hmm. And it, that kind of culture, which is our whole culture, doesn't give us the time or the um, vacation even to mm-hmm. honor people the way we want to honor them. Um It makes me, even just talking about this, it makes me want to make sure we celebrate Dia de los Muertos this year and honor the people who have gone. And just, like, take more time to honor them because it makes sense. Um, We grew up learning about it. Mm -hmm. My mom was my Spanish teacher, you know. We're both Hispanic. But I'm not that Hispanic, you know. We didn't do that as much as I think we could still do it. Mm -hmm. And just because when you remember them, you can also remember to keep honoring them. You know, you're, you, and
1: so many people have
0: lost people.
1: That's what it's, it's this just year, so sad. the
0: past two years. Yeah. And I've, I've,
1: I mean, my work yeah. wives have, I mean, I get people that come in to the store with their death certificate of their loved one. Like I need a counsel. and It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Yeah. I just lost my son. I just lost my wife. I just lost my husband. To different kinds of circumstances. And, you know, it's horrible. And I've seen that more um, in the past two years than anything, of course, but... Yeah, that but you say that, then.
0: and I do want to like side note. It is not just from COVID. No, no. my and, and I, I can I'm testify to that. this because people will, people I'm sure will jump in the comments and be like, yeah, we're not making this a political thing. We're not making this a COVID thing. This is a grief, a mourning, and a lost thing. Because as I've said, my mom is a funeral director, and she's one of the busiest ones in Amarillo. All of they've had a lot of death this year, but it is not all COVID, and it is not majority COVID, and even in our lives. It is not the deaths that we've seen is not all. There are deaths of all sorts. And I just want people to be sensitive in the comment section. This is not a political thing. This is not, we're not doing that. And I will delete and block. I'm not doing that. This is not what this channel is about. Um, this is about being sensitive to people's pain. This is about honoring the people that you've lost. This is about how can we through this pain, become better humans and love better. And not just for two weeks, but continue to do it throughout our whole lives. Because I know I've lost people in the past. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. And then like three weeks passes and I'm back to the old Leticia. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I think doing something like Dia de los Muertos would be beneficial for us because then you're reminded of who they were. You're thinking about it and you're remembering to be better constantly every year, not just in that instant loss, but continually. Mm -hmm. Um, It's
1: yeah. My last customer (laughs) um, came in saying, what can she do to get her, her phone back? Um, The password off of the, her son's phone because he just committed suicide and hearing, and she was bawling. And, you know, of course I'm, I cry too, because it's horrible to see witness a mom saying, "My, and what can I do to get this last memory? This Peace is all I have." And yeah, yeah. their son took the, you know, took his life. And it's tragic.
0: It's tragic, and and that's the same something we've also talked about. Depression's gone up. Suicide rates have gone up. Like yeah. this has been a hard two years for so many people for so many reasons, and. I mean, just now it's hard for us in the past two months. Like, it's been really hard. And um, it's just making us question like, how do you deal with those questions, those big questions? Like, what do I truly believe? Like, what do I want from my life? Mm-hmm. Is how I've been living my life how I want to spend the rest of my life? Talk about see, You talk about,
1: you know, what are we living for our kids? We talk about what what is next. Mm-hmm. What if one of us die? We've talked about that so much this past we've, month. It, this is the past more month, than, and we've talked anything. about it.
0: We've always talked about it. I mean.
1: But to where we're like, okay, we need to write, have something in writing
0: because mm-hmm. you don't know. You don't know. I mean, you don't know. You don't know when you're going to die or how you're going to die. And also, you don't know how much life you have to live. Even this week, I've heard you mm-hmm. saying, like, what's the point? We make all the money, give get all the things for the kids. Like, what's the point if we're not spending time together? Yeah, it's mean. I mean, if people don't know, we're over here building a schoolie. We bought a school bus. And we were going to Airbnb it. This was before all this happened. We've been working on it for a couple weeks. And uh, at this point this week, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Like, let's just live in the bus. Let's like downsize, rent out our home, Mm -hmm. which if that happens, I don't know how we're going to film the podcast because we film in the home. It'll be in the school. (laughs) It'll be in the school. (laughs) Kids are going to play outside. Um, Just because it's making me realize how much it's just, it's not about the money and the things and the, if we're not getting enough time together
1: yeah like okay memories people need to realize are you spending time with people you love
0: mm-hmm.
1: or with the TV. whether
0: it's <laughs> huh or with the tv you know as someone yeah. who's depressed or I, would,
1: or I mean working so much that you're having two and three jobs i mean i, I see this all the time where you're you're not even living you're mm-hmm. living for money and money is not it's not it Well, we
0: always say you can, you can always get something we always say. And like, we're not rich by any means. People might think that we're not. We, Uh you do well financially. We have a beautiful home. We're smart about how we spend. Um, Sometimes. Sometimes we're not. (laughs) We do have a bus in our front yard right now. Um, (laughs) It was an investment. It was was a lot of money. Uh, But we always say you can always get more money, but you can't get more time. You yeah. can't take the money with you, but you can always get more money. There are so many ways to get more money. Mm-hmm. If you need it, you can get it. You can't get time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. And that's the truth. You can't get that moment with your toddler who's like, put your phone down, wrestle with me. You can't get that back. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be five or ten one day like Maya doesn't want as much time with us. We cannot get back that precious time when she was younger. Now, it's gone. Mm-hmm. We can't get it back. Um, and how are you living? What are your values? What kind of life do you want to live? What kind of memories do you want your kids to have of you? You on your phone, sitting at mm-hmm. the couch with them, having family time or you being present with them, having conversations or being on the floor playing games or
1: yeah,
0: what memories do you want to leave? Cause that's all we have left. Like, yeah, we'll have their clothes and we'll have their jewelry, but like what matters is those memories. What we've held on to this whole week is memories that we had with Katrina. Videos that we had taken of memories that we had, you know, or we're dancing, or we're laughing we're at, the at the lake, or yeah, t- having deep conversations about faith. And uh, you know, the the best part, the the part that is not the best part, the part that has helped me the most through this loss, is the amount of faith that she had and the amount of faith that her husband has. And they were one. They were one. And now, even now, his faith. It's still beautiful and he's still like he's like, God took her home because she served her purpose here and he had something better. And it's like, yeah, you're right. It still sucks for us, but you're right. Mm-hmm. And I want faith like that, you know. It doesn't feel like that right now. And that's okay. I'm not ashamed of that. I think we've built shame around questioning our faith and what we believe and being angry at God and you know, why, where were you? Do miracles happen? Like asking those questions, there's been shame built around that. Because you're not supposed to question anything, especially in like the evangelical church, like you're in the Catholic church, in churches in general, like you're not supposed to question that. And God's like, why? Why? You can question me. That's how we're going to grow closer in relationship. You know, how, how do you and I, Amadi, grow closer in our relationship? By asking each other questions, by getting to know each other. How are we supposed to get God, get to know God on a deeper level and grow our faith if we're not asking Mm -hmm. the questions we're feeling? He knows we're feeling them, Mm -hmm. you know? Even through argument. (laughs) Yeah. Even what? (laughs) Even through argument. Yeah. Being mad. yeah. Yeah. Through our arguments. I mean, hell, we tried to film this last night and I got all offended. Because you told me I was talking at you and not with you. And I got offended. I was mm-hmm. tired. And, you know, but, like, tonight when I sat down, I was like, okay, I wrote down questions to have a conversation. Like, I learned through our argument, you know, because that's how we grow in relationship. It's the same way we grow with God is through being... Understanding that we are allowed to and we are able to ask God those vulnerable. deep, uncomfortable yeah. questions that people have said are shameful and christian like I used air quotes because I don't even know what Christian means. I love Jesus. I don't know that I call myself a Christian. I love the Lord. That's who I am. And God's not afraid of my mess and my pain and my questions and my uncertainty. He's not afraid of that. He welcomes it. Because whether you want to admit it or not, we all have the same questions. We're all wrestling with how hard life is right now. How uncertain and confusing it is. Um, I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, something I thought about because what we were talking about is like... A lot of us are wrestling with the... Why did this happen? I don't understand. And that's... Um... That'll be the death of us trying to understand something we are not meant to understand that we can't understand. We're not capable of understanding. Mm-hmm. We do not have the capacity to understand why big things like this happen. Well,
1: the one thing we, everyone knows is that this is not our home. Yeah. It's not, our no home, no matter what, yeah, but, I mean, from miscarriages down to people living till they're a hundred. I mean, yeah, we're bon- born to die and, mm-hmm. That's something I think everyone at least understands.
0: Yeah. Um the verse that came up to me was Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And by submit, I think that means being being willing to ask those questions and come to him in the pain and the God, I don't understand, but I know I don't have to, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but can you help me at least find some kind of peace and find what is my path? He'll make your path straight. What does that mean? Well, my straight paths are going to look different than yours Mm -hmm. or than our friends because we each have a destiny. We each have a journey and a calling and gifts. And so help me use this pain to push me and to propel me into the next step of whatever is in my journey. Help me to use this. Um, that's how I think of it. as. like, I cannot try to understand my worldly earthly body. Cause this is just my body. And I think that my body doesn't allow my spirit to be all that I'm meant to be. It's just flesh, you know, mm. that's what we leave on earth, not our spirit. Yeah. Um, it holds us back from so many things. I mean, you think about the achy bones and the gluten allergies over here and all these things that don't allow us to live at full capacity where spirit is full. It Mm. is God. It is the image of Christ, not our bodies. It's our heart and our spirit. Um, that is the breath of life that he breathed into us. Cause once our breath is gone, the spirit keeps going, the body dies not our spirit. Um, I don't know. It's hard to watch. I think this has been the hardest, is just it's not just us hurting. My mom hurts, our friends hurt, our church family hurts. Our church is really having a hard time right now. You know, we're having to come together. So many of us are just like, What? And that's mm-hmm. hard to watch people not just your pain, but people you love's pain. Our daughter was very close with Katrina. And, um, I've had a couple really good conversations with her, just talking about their friendship, and it's helped me and a mind grow closer, just getting to have those moments and I hate watching her hurt. I hate it. There's nothing like that. Mm. pain watching your child hurt and feel lost for the first time. understanding. Yeah, understanding that she's but gone. No.
1: I is think she, that's the biggest yeah. difference. She's growing up and understanding a lot more now. hmm To where we're having to. Yeah.
0: And it's not like our, I only, mean, our kids are around death. Our kids, sometimes Gigi babysits them at the funeral. <laughs> like, it's not like they're, she, especially her, she's been around it for yeah. eight years. But this is the first person that, I mean, she's ten and a half that she Is was that in relationship yeah. with not just i knew them like they she literally had conversations with her ran across the church by herself to go find her and hug her complimented her mm-hmm. loved her had inside jokes with her and now she she feels that loss and that's hard um that's really hard mm-hmm. I don't know. So if you've gone through grief this year, like most of us have, what is something that you use to help you cope through this? How, how has it challenged your faith going through this? You know, what are questions you've asked? I want to know. I mean, you're not alone. We're all asking tough questions and there's not shame around that. Not in this house. ask the questions, let's grow through them. You have to get through, to the dirt of the problem, to get to the roots, to grow better. You know, you have to get to the dirty parts of you and fix those broken parts so that you can grow into who you're supposed to be. And if we're too afraid to ask the questions because someone told us it's wrong, we may never heal those parts of us. I don't know. I want to know what kind of grief people have gone through and we're here and we love you and we support you and you're not alone um, this is kind of and a deep, yeah. people grieve differently as well yeah some people
1: want to be alone some people say they need to be alone but actually
0: need you yeah well, like me I, to- I would rather I would say I'd be alone but I, you remind me I need people I'm learning that um, and you can have moments where you are alone and you just need alone time and you need to cry and you just need to lay there. I had several days like that Maybe. last week where I was yeah. just laying on the couch, quiet and Apollo watched cartoons. And then you'd come back in the house and I would just start sobbing like, cause I was just sitting in that pain and that, that emptiness of that loss. And then I'd see you and just like lose it. Um, I don't know who I always say like don't go to bed angry, you know, because you you don't ever know the last day, the last hello or goodbye you get, the last hug. Mm -hmm. It's not worth staying angry. Call the friend that you're mad at, that you miss, that you love. Just humble yourself and say I'm sorry. Yeah, it's important. That's like Will Smith. Did I show you that video? Yeah. He was on Jay Shetty's um, podcast on purpose, I think is what it's called. And he's like hugs, like your hellos and your goodbyes should be so enthusiastic and so exciting because you never know the last one you're going to get. Yeah. You never know the last it time, just be, like, yeah. it shouldn't just be this casual thing. It should be this like exciting, all of your feelings, all of your emotion. Like, I'm so happy to see you. I love you so much. I'm so glad Good I advice. got to see you. I, I love you so word. much. Like yes. not just a word. It's like this whole thing because it's true. When someone passes, you're going to even this, I told you, I don't remember if I hugged Daryl that night, the last night we saw him. I do not remember. And if I did it enthusiastically, I would definitely remember. Yes. I hugged him with everything I had left. Mm-hmm. And that that is how it should be. Even if you're angry. Even if they've hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. I just. If this is the last time I saw you. I want to know. That I told you I love you so much. I think that's a.
1: That's a. a Beautiful thing that. My family does is. It's a.
0: Kiss when you get there. You
1: you give a hug and a kiss. And it was. It wasn't. As a. I know a lot of people think that it it's like a mandatory thing, but it's it's a thing that you do out of love and respect. And, like, when I, I'm i 40 and I, you know, still, I'm not 40 yet, damn it, I'm 39.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah.
1: But I hug and, and I kiss. I mean, I you, you know, money's like a, a, a hugger kiss, and a kisser. If you kissed ever people on their lips and money
0: kiss, I'm um, probably Pastor Daryl on the lips. She for sure. kissed Katrina on the lips. Money is a, and this is, I'm sure there's gonna be all kinds of people like, Oh my God, how do you not get jealous? I think I it used to bother me. Instead said, a make out money. Yeah. A when money kisses me the way she kisses every other person. I'm like, I'm not your friend girl. Like <laughs> seriously, that's how you kiss pastor Daryl. Like, why kiss me like that? Like mm-hmm. I get all offended. <laughs> like, Okay. You kiss everyone that way because Mari is, you know. You see, like the Hispanic or European cultures, like they kiss, like Mari's family does that, and they always wanted that. Where you kiss on the cheeks and all that. But Mari's like a lip kisser, like or like you get at least the corner of your lip kissed, if not I have full a big mouth. Lips to you kiss people on <laughs> the mouth. I and do. I used to bother me, and like I remember, I we grew would, up that way. Though we would leave a party, and like church friends would be there, like because our church family is just we are so close, and we have like Chinese New Year and like celebrations all the time. But she kissed one of my friends on the mouth, and her husband was like, "You kissed Maddie," and she's like, "Oh yeah, she kisses everyone on the mouth." And I'm like, "It's true, she does." Don't don't get offended. I'm not. Um, it's very much a culture thing, and Maddie is just that's An how she loves. Of love. Yeah. And there's one thing I know Mari will never do, and that's leave someone's house without telling everyone she loves them. Even her kids do it. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people have a problem with that. Like, don't force kids to do it. Like, we don't force them to do it, but they do it on their own will. And Mm. it's something that's just part of our family. And you hug and you kiss on the cheek, and
1: you... Obviously, I don't go and just kiss everybody. No, my doesn't just Kill. kiss
0: strangers. It's people yeah. she truly loves, and the truth it's is, my loves like people. everyone. Bonnie's got a big old heart. She, she, you could, you love, you love yeah. like Katrina loved you too. Yeah. You don't go kiss your customers. I'm just saying, you our group, your family, and our church family. Well, we are very close yeah. with.
1: Meeting a customer by the end of the day, we're hugging, but it's not that I'm going to kiss him,
0: but we're. You might. I do. I love
1: intimacy, and I think it's
0: important in life. Mm-hmm. So, God it puts everyone in your path for a reason. Yeah. Make sure your hellos and your goodbyes are with your whole heart because you don't. Yes. I mean, you don't know when the last time you're going to get to do that is. Mm-hmm. And make sure you're telling you your kids regret, good, night, and good morning. And you won't regret that big old hug and kiss. If it was the last one, you'll be so thankful you did it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I know I'm so thankful. I I think I want to go look at the ring because I remember the last time Katrina and Vincent were here, like, they were the last ones to leave our house. And uh, I just want to, like, it was, like, 2.30 in the morning, you know, just. Talking. I know. Yeah, talking deep and laughing and having fun. And
1: uh,
0: I know I hugged them because we always do. Yeah. I don't doubt it for one second. Um, yeah, I think think that's
1: what we got to think about.
0: Yeah. Grief is hard and it's messy, but even like through talking about this, I feel better. And just doing that date last night and just being like, who can we go love on? You know, we didn't just go spend a fortune on alcohol and food at a restaurant. Like we went and like saw people we loved, Mm -hmm. took a drink to one house, took presents to another, had a drink at another house. Like we just, we just, Mm -hmm. Even if it was five minutes, it was five minutes that were intentional. And the intention was to go let them know how much we love them. Yeah. And that made my heart so full because I knew Katrina was proud of me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you're going through, you think about what that person would do and try to honor them on a date or like on a friend date if you don't have someone you're with or... Mm -hmm. Just on a you date, because I used to go on me dates all the time. I took myself to the movie all the lame. time. Monty says it was lame. I had no, the best babe, single time I of my life. It. I spent a couple years single on purpose. That's before I came out and I, I mean, I was making good money. I took, took myself to the mall, bought me shoes, went to the movie, <laughs> got good food that I loved. I didn't have to pay for anyone else. I, I drank Starbucks. At I was at, I like it was like, no problem. Short time. Yes. Yeah, but I did it for freedom. years. It was freedom. Like I didn't have to ask anyone. I just did what I wanted.
1: Uh, yes. Um, the
0: only thing I, I had, don't regret the it.
1: movie thing, I never went to a movie by myself, but Everything there was
0: always you know. movies I wanted to see. I had a weird Honey, schedule. I know. I had a huge... Family. I had like I'm a morning. I worked in the mornings and I worked in the evenings. So I worked when people were off work. And so when I was off work, everyone was at work except for the people I, I worked with. I think wonderful. Anyways, I'm explaining to them. Like if there was a movie, I was like, I'm going to go see yes, this Yes, you're
1: a trainer. You're up at four in the morning
0: and you're... Yeah. It was a lot of time. So make sense you get the yeah.
1: movie time by yourself.
0: I mean, I would never post that I went to the movie because I don't want like somebody who watched me on Facebook like coming to try to like murder me. Cause I also thought like that. Like I lived in Houston, like, you know, oh, they're at this movie theater. I wasn't that dumb. Um, I would say <laughs> afterwards, oh, I went and saw a movie, I really enjoyed it. I oh, wouldn't go so post where I was, you know, yeah. like creepers. Um, anyways. anyways, go honor someone you love that you've lost and yes. think about their memory and do something. That they would do and go love the people you love. Show people you love them. Show, give Life them your Life is short. Yeah, give your whole heart and your hellos and your goodbyes. You won't regret it. Anyways, if you haven't already, please subscribe and like and comment and leave a review. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. And thank you all for your patience just on the weeks that we've had to miss just to grieve and Be human. We really appreciate the support and love. So until next week, (laughs) have a great one. Yes. Yes. Be blessed.
1: Love you. Love you. Yes, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smartass.
1: No, I really was doing this. <laughs> smartass. Lost <laughs> you <laughs> <got> your mind. <laughs> you fucking, it was a fly.